Hello, my cheesy burritos. Welcome to This Fucking Guy, a podcast about self-care, if self-care is one long scream into the void. Here is where we use expletives and alcohol to emotionally process the creeps, jerks, and dick weasels that compose the shitty elevator music of our lives. I got chills, they're multiplying. And I'm losing control, Ginger Golub. My name is Ren Martinez, though. You always like to interrupt I... me. You just are like, I'm so into this song she's singing. It's super cool. <laughs> you just did it so naturally that I felt that you had somehow integrated it into the song. It's all right. It's, it's beautiful. It's perfect. People know who I am at this point. Hello. Hello. For, so listeners, for the first time in a long time. Since fucking March, March if not February. Um. Ginger and I recording very far apart in the same room. <laughs> um, we would not be do- doing this normally, but uh, Ginger's house is falling apart, <laughs> and the international Jew has asked my husband, his husband, all of our husbands, yes, our collective husband, <laughs> to uh, to assist him in trying to make it fall apart less. Yeah, he. Uh, I suppose maybe this even constitutes my screaming into the void. Um, so. This is not the first project that a boyfriend, fiancé, husband of mine, the international Jew, has asked for assistance with in the last 72 hours. Um, (laughs) Originally, they were trying to, for for some reason that I still don't understand, move some pipes in a room. I thought it was a euphemism. It wasn't. yeah, he, your husband definitely, definitely texted me. Was like, do you mind if I lay some pipe with your <laughs> husband this weekend? And I'm like, sure, wrap it up, I guess. I don't. Yeah. Be safe, uh, kids. <laughs> Sexuality is a spectrum. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so they did this. They turned off the hot water heater. And listeners, we did not, we have not had hot water since Saturday. We're recording on Tuesday. Um, and admittedly, it's super hot outside, but. You still want the option. You You want (laughs) the option. Uh, (laughs) Like, thank God to uh, neighbor and listener Lauren for um, availing me of a shower last night. Otherwise, you know, 10 feet apart or not, Ren and I would not be able to record in the same space. So, uh, I mean, we could. I would just be really polite and just like... Oh man, like maybe like, I need to drink a little more. I'm just gonna leave my mask on, no mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, he he. So there's electrical problem. He was testing everything last night and had me follow him around with a broom in case he started getting electrocuted, so I could smack him with the broom and break the circuit this was our well put together plan and then i realized that the broom was metal so i had to put on potholders you know i'm pretty sure that was that's going to be in your wedding vows i mean i'm pretty sure that's part of the bond of matrimony is please knock me out of the way so i'm not completing the circuit it's clause b under in sickness and in health Oh my god. Um I actually I know it's not my turn to scream into the void, but, but I do need to play this for you. You of course have heard the now, you know, modern classic of WAP by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, of course. What? 
Oh my god, gender. Um, I'm sorry. So Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion just dropped, again, what is going to be a modern classic, WAP. That stands for Wet Ass Pussy. It's amazing. Oh, it's not a racial slur for Italians. No, it is not a racial slur for Italians. Okay. No, that's WASP. <laughs> no, that's, that's... Is that not? No. Oh, is there another one? Well, no. I don't know if it's still insensitive or not, so I don't want to... It's wet-ass pussy. That's what it stands for. Um, well, apparently, this really offended Ben Shapiro's sensibilities. <laughs> ben and, Shapiro in his dry-ass pussy. And he decides to lament about this regression of femininity and, you know, classy women by reciting the lyrics... Whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. There's some whores in this house. Hold up. Yeah, you effin' with some wet-ass P-word. P-word is female genitalia. Hop on top, I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P-word is wet. Come take a dive. Pay my tuition just to kiss me on this wet-ass P- Right, so this is... Do you, guys, this, this is what feminists fought for. This is what the feminist movement was all about. <laughs> pedantic and so squirrely and like the way he says p-word is so funny you you can tell that he's just like cringing a little bit every time oh, he does it. oh just man like, mm. so yeah that fucking delighted me. oh my god it's it's so good and like it almost makes me feel good about the way things are right now almost makes me almost. feel good i mean it can't be everything that's broken you know <laughs> The wet ass p word. <laughs> this is what feminists fall for. <laughs> yeah, this is that's the feminist agenda. Is is totally laid out in this Cardi B Megan Thee Stallion song about fucking. I guess if that was the feminist agenda, I feel like we'd get more done. Well, it's it's really funny to me when like his his whole rant is about like vulgarity and like how we as a society have have devolved or whatever, like. Shit's been nasty the whole time. Yeah. We always been nasty. Humans are nasty. When the Beatles sang, I want to hold your hand, they weren't talking about a hand. They were talking about a boob. <laughs> and that, my, my source on that is history and art. <laughs> I believe so, it. I believe it. Uh, with that cultural milestone behind us, uh, I feel like it's time for some therapy. It certainly is. Okay, Ren, it's time. Why don't you tell me about this fucking guy? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So you remember that K.W. Miller guy? Remember that guy? The dude that said a 90s action cartoon from Japan was uh, anime porn on the internet. Matrix. Oh, yeah, that guy. That guy. Because I'm a sucker for punishment, I decided to, like, do a little a little quick dive, just a little mm -hmm. peeky-poo into there and see what the dude's about in Oh Boy. <laughs> so, <clears throat> la last week? Last week? Last week? Last episode? Something like um, that. K.W. Miller came out with a tweet recently that was saying how uh, Dragon Ball Z 
was uh, anime porn being put onto the internet matrix to, like, corrupt our children, <clears throat> which is hilarious. Um, yes. But he is running for, like, the, I think the 18th congressional district against a Republican incumbent. He is in a Republican. Florida. He In Florida. In Florida. He is a Republican, but he's running as an independent. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, running for Congress. Um, over the July 4th weekend, Miller propelled himself into virality with a series of tweets that not only were against his opponent, but also the globalists, leftists, and Beyonce. Oh, no, he didn't. Beyonce is not even African American. She is faking this for exposure. Her real name is Anne Marie Lestrassi. She is Italian. No, you're thinking of Ariana Grande. But the now infamous, but un- unfortunately deleted, uh, tweet continued by accusing Beyonce as part of the George Soros deep state agenda for the Black Lives Matter movement. We've done some bad Mad Libs, but no, this is an actual thought that this person had? Yes. Uh, for example, my daddy Alabama, mama Louisiana, you mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Well, according to Miller, this is a clear admission that she has... Uh, that she was demonic and that Beyonce worshipped in the Satanist churches located in Alabama and Louisiana. What? Becky with the good hair? Why, that's Becky Hogue of the Soros-founded Open so- Open Society Foundations. I hope I'm pronouncing your last name, Becky. I think it's Hogue. We're going to go with Hogue. Maybe Hog. It's not your fault. Becky, it's my we, fault. We hope you're okay over there in the deep state. Uh, Black Bill Gates in the making? It's a clear prophecy regarding Bill Gates funding a COVID-19 vaccine four years before the disease existed. Oh, ha! (laughs) That's not the only pop stars involved in this globalist Marxist conspiracy. Why would it be? After Trump's Tulsa rally was canceled, Miller blamed K-pop stands for interfering with American democracy. Which they kind of did, but, like, in a really funny way. In a really funny way, where it wasn't actually fucking with democracy. democracy. It was fucking with a sitting president having a rally it's before not... even the Republican convention Right. Could... It wasn't even, like, interfering with democracy. It was, like, filling up the RSVP slots with fake mm. names. Okay. In a lot of those case, pop stands were American. After Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tweeted out support of these teams... Miller tweeted back with this guided missile. Why was AOC conspiring with Koreans such as John Cook and BTS, big time socialists, to undermine <laughs> our president? <laughs> That's right. International hit boy band BTS stands for big time socialists. <laughs> so, as hilarious as all this is, Kate W. Miller has pushed a lot more and a lot less funny conspiracies. On July 28th, Miller tweeted the bogus claim that Barack Obama and Eric Holder had approved the sale of AK-47s and other weapons to Mexican cartels. Because why not? I mean, it's something America has done a bit, but... (laughs) That's true. We definitely have done that. Check out our Ronald Reagan episode <laughs> Check for out more. Ronald Reagan episode in perhaps a future episode. On August 2nd, he retweeted a woman's claim that her grandparents were now COVID free after taking hydroxychloroquine. I mean, you're technically COVID free if you did. On August 10th, he tweeted, 
Leftist-owned media companies openly covered up for the pedophilia-ravaged entertainment industries, Democratic politicians, and other high-profile individuals involved in the cabal. So many people in the media began calling out these tweets, not only on their absurdity, but how they seemed very similar to other conspiracies, and particularly an alphabetically inclined group. In an interview with T.C. Palm, Miller defended his tweets, declining to call them factual, and instead calling them bait for the lefts and the globalists. And when asked directly, K.W. Miller stated he doesn't endorse QAnon, but rather, they follow me. You ever heard of QAnon? Uh... (laughs) Woo! Of course you have! They are the anonymous conspiracy freaks that first vomited into existence in the bowels of the internet and have (laughs) infected their way into our national discourse, particularly in part due to a certain president belching out their odious nonsense for, I can estimate, 8,000 years. Yeah, it's basically basically just some real buckwild conspiracy theory forums that... become really problematic really problematic really deeply problematic so according to travis view a washington post writer who has studied the QAnon phenomenon extensively he described the essence of the conspiracy as follows there is a worldwide cabal of satan worshiping pedophiles who rule the world and they control everything they control politicians and they control the media they control hollywood and they cover up their existence and they would have continued ruling the world were it not for the election of President Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump in this conspiracy theory knows all about this evil cabal's wrongdoing. But one of the reasons that Donald Trump was elected was to put an end to them. And now we would be ignorant of this behind-the-scenes battle of Donald Trump and the U.S. military were it not for Q. And what Q is, is basically a poster on 4chan who later moved to 8chan, who reveals details about this secret behind-the-scenes battle, and also secrets about what the cabal is doing, and also the mass sort of upcoming arrest events through these posts. And for, for, for our couple of listeners who don't know what these things are, 4chan is a fairly disreputable, mostly conspiracy theory website. 8chan is a worse, rather worse somehow. 8chan is worse than 4chan. 8chan is worse than 4chan, and then QAnon is worse than 8chan. So, so interesting, and this is totally an aside, um, so one of the users of 4chan went on to make 8chan because he felt that 4chan was doing too much censorship and created 8chan to have, to promote free speech. And he ends up going on in an amazing episode of Behind the Bastards to talk about the horrible thing he did. So, like, check out that episode. Oh, it's boy. It's really interesting. Oh, boy. So, to sum up, QAnon is a far-right conspiracy theory propelled by the eponymous Q, detailing a secret plot by the Deep State against President Donald Trump. Q not only has falsely, accused many liberal Hollywood celebrities and Democratic politicians as pedophiles, but claimed that Trump pretended, pretended, to collude with Russia in order to expose the pedophile ring and prevent a coup d'etat from being orchestrated by Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, and George Soros. And, dear listeners, if it sounds like these are the rantings of someone with 
severe paranoid schizophrenia or late stage syphilis. They probably are. We don't know. Mm, we don't know. We don't know, but they definitely are. I mean, that's one of the things, and we're going to kind of talk about how QAnon, like the beginnings of QAnon, but one of the things I don't really dive into is no one knows who Q is. It's clear It's clear that it was at least at one point a poster, but at this point, it's probably multiple people. Yeah. Um, there was something, I think NBC did an analysis um, that kind of indicated that Q himself has become, again, a group of people that really has that really have worked toward monetization. Yeah. Um, so like, again, it's, it's mm. part, part way money making scheme, part way shared delusion. I mean, a grift is a grift. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, Q was not the first in what is sadly a long line of anonymous conspiracy theory quacks. In July, 2016, an anonymous poster known as FBI Anon, <laughs> a self-described high-level analyst and strategist who claimed to have intimate knowledge of the inner workings of the Clinton case, began offering uh, lies about the 2016 investigation into the Clinton Foundation and claimed that Hillary Clinton would be imprisoned if Trump became president. Then there was HLI Anon, standing for High Level Insider Anon, who dispensed various conspiracy theories, including one that claimed Princess Diana was murdered after trying to stop the September 11th attacks. What? Yeah. What year did Princess Diana die? A person identifying as. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm pretty sure it was 98. Yeah, it was a while before. Um, So, you know, um, but people... Conspiracy theorists love to throw Princess Diana in there. They love to throw that in there. I mean, why not? No one can prove it. Um, a person identifying as Q Clearance Patriot first appeared on the poll board of 4chan on October 2017. The poster's handle implied that it held Q Clearance, which is a U.S. Department of Energy security clearance required for top-secret information about nuclear weapons and materials. They first posted messages in a thread titled, Calm Before the Storm, which was a reference to Trump's cryptic description of a gathering of United States military leaders at the time. Quote, <clears throat> HRC extradition already in motion, effective yesterday, with several countries in case of cross-border run. Passport approved to be flagged, effective 1030 at 12.01 a.m. Expect massive riots organized in defiance and others fleeing the U.S. to occur. Hillary Clinton will be arrested between 7.45 a.m., 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, the morning on October 30th, 2017. How's that going? Real great. <laughs> Q's posting campaign is one of false, unsubstantiated, utterly bogus, and frankly, bullshit claims. They begin by first predicting Hillary Clinton's imminent arrest after the election of Donald Trump, which is the true mark of any right-wing nutjob conspiracy theorist. After that, they claim that the North Korean supreme leader Kim Jong-un was a puppet ruler established by the CIA. That seems slightly more credible. Though, if it's a puppet leader by the CIA, they're doing a real bad job. They're doing a bad job. <laughs> but have you seen the job that the CIA did in fucking Central America? Jesus Christ. Mm. The CIA, not a great track record with their puppet leader. Not very good. <laughs> Maybe get out of that industry. Maybe stop. Try just barista. You know, it's, it's a lot less global incitement to violence. Less murder. 
Other allegations include the false claim that U.S. Representative and former DNC chairwoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz hired Salvadoran gang MS-13 to murder DNC staffer Seth Rich, and the suggestion that German Chancellor Angela Merkel is the granddaughter of Adolf Hitler. No. No and no. Q has also falsely claimed that, quote, each mass shooting is a false flag attack organized by the cabal. And that the Rothschild family are the leaders of a satanic cult. Because, sure. Why not? Sure. It's like... It's like a secular doomsday cult, where, like, every time the world doesn't end, they sort of change the goalposts and use that as a reason for why they're right, even though, mm. like, they're fucking not. Uh, this is called, what, oh, what's the fucking word for it? There's a word for it when, a, with, like, with cults and with conspiracies, they're, like, self-sealing. Confirmation bias? No, it's self-sealing, the idea uh. that, like, when you're involved in that... It's confirmation bias, too. But when you're involved in that, like, even when things go wrong, you're sealed even further. Mm -hmm. Like, it convinces you even further what's going on. But Q, helpfully, in a schoolhouse rock kind of way, <laughs> explained how the U.S. government works. First, at the top completely, is Mossad, one of the three Israeli secret services. Mm, okay. <laughs> they, through a system of bribing, threats, and extortion control the big American media corporations, politicians, and alternative media. Those, afterwards, control people and other sources of influence. This guy really liked the Truman Show, didn't he? <laughs> he and Matt Gates would get along so well. well. Part of what makes Q a true icon of conspiracy nutbaggery is that their posts are increasingly more cryptic. Rather <sighs> than stating their claims outright, like they did in like their very first posts, Q uses vague allusions and strange vocabulary. Remember that whole the storm from the first post? Mm -hmm. This term has become part of the Q vocabulary, meaning it, an imminent event in which thousands of alleged suspects will be arrested, imprisoned, and executed. QAnon followers read and decipher these posts to attempt to decode the truth and claim that these codes are necessary to protect them from the deep state. So time for a QAnon vocabulary lesson. So Q posts, which are generally nonsensical and incomprehensible, are breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. QAnon followers who try to decode these Q posts are bakers. Trump supporters are white hats, while deep state allies are black hats. That's pretty easy. You know? Okay. And then WWG1WGA. Where we go one, we go all. Which is the QAnon slogan, and apparently a line from the 1996 movie White Squall starring Jeff Bridges. Ah, yes. The cinema classic. <laughs> what the fuck movie is this? I don't actually know. I didn't Google it. Um, I'm going to do that now. It's somebody's favorite movie. All right. White Squall. <clears throat> In 1960, a hearty group of prep school students board an old-fashioned sailing ship with Captain Christopher Sheldon, Jeff Bridges, at the helm. The ocean-going voyage is intended to teach the boys fortitude and discipline. But the youthful crew, among them confident Chuck Gig, Scott Wolf, timid Gil Martin, Ryan Philippe. Oh, Ryan Philippe. Philippi. And, um, Ryan Philippe? Philippi. Is it Philippi? I think so. Doesn't matter. Philippe sounds Frencher. Okay. Um, 
and self-satisfied Frank Beaumont, Jeremy Sisto, are about to get some unexpected instruction in survival when they get caught in the clutches of a white squall storm. So basically, it's Lord of the Flies, but on a boat. Yeah. With one adult. That sounds... Right. Also, also, while you were reading the synopsis for this, Beans walked by, looked me dead in the eyes, farted, and then went to a different room. Which is very on brand for that dog. He's an agent of chaos. Mm -hmm. It's the most Beans thing Beans can ever do. So these these coded posts are what also protects Q from being called a lying liar who fucking lies <laughs> every time something they lie about is clearly outed as a lie. You know, like in the case of Hillary Clinton's imminent arrest. Yeah. Which I guess we're still waiting kind on. Kind of the whole thing, all of this was based on <laughs> and yet didn't happen. When confronted with the evidence of these lies, Q has dismissed their false claims and incorrect predictions as willful misinformation. Claiming that disinformation is necessary. Convenient. You can't prove I'm not lying. I was just willfully misinforming you to keep the deep state off my back. So what this means is that while Q has expressly made bullshit claims, many of QAnon's conspiracy beliefs are derived from the followers themselves rather than expressly from Q. Mm -hmm. As part of their decoding his messages to come to these conclusions. Like the one that ended with shots being fired inside of a pizza joint. Yep. So on October 30th, 2016, Twitter user David Goldberg NY claimed that the New York City Police Department had discovered a pedophilia ring linked to members of the Democratic Party while searching through Anthony Weiner's emails. This Twitter account, which claims to be a Jewish lawyer in New York, was known for posting white supremacist material, and its avatar has been used in white supremacist forums. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing not a Jewish lawyer. Probably not. Soon the story began to gain traction on fake news websites, starting with an October article from Your News Wire, which cited a 4chan post from back in July as evidence for the pedophile ring. This 4chan post, in which the user described themselves as a person with intimate knowledge of the Clinton case, claimed that the Clintons were involved in a theft trafficking scandal, predicted that Bill Clinton would die that year, stated that blacks are violent and generally impulsive, but they're not all bad. Christ. And also claimed that George Soros funds, instructs, and influences every layer of U.S. government right down to the tax code. So at this point, there's a dodgy 4chan post, a dodgy tweet from a white supremacist Twitter account, and a thread on the conspiracy theory message board. So clearly the stuff that would topple powerful shadow governments. Mm, Too legit to quit. The Your Newswire article began picking up steam, particularly on far-right blogs and pro-Trump websites. While many of these sites just just repeated the conspiracy, subjectpolitics.com added to it, claiming that the NYPD had raided Hillary Clinton's property, and then True Pundit published the story adding its own anonymous NYPD and FBI sources, and listing new allegations, including money laundering, perjury, and child exploitation. At this point, three days had passed since the fake David Goldberg account had made the original tweet. Three days. days. And in a truly terrible game of telephone in which the whole world suffers, (laughs) the account then retweeted the True Pundit article as proof 
that my source was right. What the fuck? <laughs> you look truly disgusted. It's just an Ouroboros of bullshit. <laughs> the title of this episode. The title of this episode. Um, and then several days before the 2016 U.S. presidential election, a Reddit user posted evidence connecting the pedophile sex ring, satanic ritual abuse, and the Washington, D.C. pizza eatery, Comet Ping Pong. Just, just a four, <laughs> just a fucking poor pizza place trying to bring ping pong and cheesy slices to the masses. What did they ever do? Well, apparently, quote, Everyone associated with the business is making semi-overt, semi-tongue-in-cheek, and semi-sarcastic inferences towards sex with minors. The artists that work for and with the business also generate nothing but cultish imagery of disembodiment, blood, beheading sex, and of course pizza. <laughs> what fucking artists that work with ping pong, comic pizza, whatever the fuck? I guess they're, like, painting the walls with pizza slices and beheaded children, because that's, you know, I, I'm a, a good business model. I'm an undergrad art student. What else am I going to do? I mean, fair. <laughs> so at this point, Pizzagate is a full-blown conspiracy whirlwind, being traded like the shittiest Pokemon card ever between shitbirds like Alex Jones, Mike Chernovic, and Jack Posobiec. It made its home on Reddit in the uh, subreddit Pizzagate. Before that subreddit was shut down due to doxing. Um, and then it made its way toward less censorship areas of the interwebs. Some of Pizzagate's proponents include Michael G. Flynn, son of Michael Flynn. I would. Of that Michael know, Flynn. <laughs> you know it sounded awful familiar. <laughs> that Michael Flynn's son. Um, who helped evolve the conspiracy theory into a broader government conspiracy called Pedogate, in which a satanic cabal of elites of the New World Order operates international child sex trafficking rings. At the risk of losing some listeners, why they gotta be satanic? The, the biggest pedophile ring that we fucking know of is the goddamn Catholic Church. <laughs> Well, they want to blame it on Satanism so they don't actually blame it on themselves. Satanism is still very othered. It's still very othered in the United States. They they ignore the fact that it's not actually about Satan. It's not about Satan, and it's all based on principles of humanism in which, like, you can't interfere with anybody else doing exactly what they want to do in the world. It's which just means a you bunch of secular trolls, basically. Well, certainly like, Anton LaVey is, and we should do an episode on Anton LaVey because he was truly... The hot topic goth before his time. <laughs> um, so this the satanic cabal of elites. Does any of that sound familiar? Like maybe we've. <laughs> well, we know how this story ends. On December fourth, twenty sixteen, Edgar Welch, a twenty eight year old man from North Carolina, arrived at Comet Ping Pong, pointing a gun at employees before firing shots into the walls and demanding to know where the children were being kept. He had read about the conspiracy online and wanted to investigate it himself. Luckily, no one was injured, and Welch surrendered and was arrested. Without incident, somehow. Somehow, he was somehow. arrested and had no injuries to mm. himself. That's so weird. Caucasity. Um, <clears throat> he pled guilty to federal and local charges and was sentenced to four years in prison. And this sounds like a good ending, right? 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 Well, in an interview with the New York Times, Welch said that he regretted how he handled the situation, 
but did not dismiss the conspiracy theory. Oh, for fuck's sake. And rejected the description of it as fake news. In fact, some conspiracy theorists speculated the shooting was a staged attempt to discredit their investigations. Uh. <sighs> what a wonderful ecosystem that is. My back's <laughs> out. I can't reach a pillow. You'll have to smother me yourself. <laughs> So, still, you'd think that Pizzagate would be dead in the water at this point. But thanks to QAnon, conspiracies don't die, they just evolve. In 2020, Pizzagate became a central pillar of QAnon, and it became less U.S.-centric in nature. Mm -hmm. Uh, It had videos and posts on the topic in Italy, Brazil, Turkey, and other countries worldwide, each gaining millions of views. This new iteration is less partisan, and most of the mostly teenage promoters of the Pizzagate hashtag on TikTok were not right-wing. They support the Black Lives Matter movement, for example. The conspiracy focuses on an alleged global elite of child sex traffickers, ranging from politicians to powerful business people and celebrities, such as Bill Gates, Ellen DeGeneres, Oprah Winfrey, and Chrissy Teigen. Even Justin Bieber's 2020 song Yummy was alleged to be about the conspiracy theory, with QAnon followers claiming that Bieber gave a coded signal in an Instagram Live video where he touched his beanie after a random commenter asked him to do so in the chat in case he was a victim of Pizzagate. So So to make sure that's clear... In an Instagram live video where thousands and thousands of followers are typing bullshit in the chat box, yeah. someone said, hey, Bieber, touch your beanie if you were a victim of, Be- of uh, Pizzagate. And he, like, scratched his head. And people were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. That doesn't happen if you don't have. Okay. Can, uh, just very briefly, if the world were controlled by a ring of powerful pedophiles wouldn't the age of consent be lower (laughs) Uh, no i mean the thing is is that what what pisses me off about these things to kind of go on a segue is that like there are these sort of sex rings in the powerful elite jeffrey epstein exists yeah like we know about that but the thing is is that they're essentially using that to connect literally everyone they don't agree with yeah so they don't actually have to like combat with the ideas of like maybe healthcare should be given to everybody and just say, well, you're part of an elite global conspiracy mm-hmm. to, like, have child sex with everybody. Yeah. Plus, I mean, the fact that a lot of this is being is ascribed to, you know, take Ellen DeGeneres, for example, some of this sort of reeks of, you know, 10, 20 years ago, uh, people not being able to differentiate between gay people and pedophiles. Like, it feels... Oh, and still not able to. Very Still not able way. to do that. Um, yeah. And, like, again, the same people who are like, oh, yeah, well, Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, like, they were involved with, like, Jeffrey Epstein and a child rapist, like, are very, very much ignoring the fact that Donald Trump was, like, BFFs. Yeah, that uh, Virginia Giffray was recruited right. from Mar-a-Lago. Right. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, that's just proof that he's trying to undermine the deep state because he's trying to, like, be a secret Fucking agent. How? Like, okay, like, the mental gymnastics here are, you're way more flexible than I am. Um, In April, a documentary promoting Pizzagate called Out of the Shadows was made by a former Hollywood stuntman. So, you know, the pinnacle of expertise. Mm. And was released on YouTube. 
TikTok users began promoting both Out of the Shadows and the alleged Bieber Association until the Pizzagate hashtag was banned by the company. The New York Times said in June 2020 that posts on the platform with Pizzagate hashtag were viewed more than 82 million times in recent months, and Google searches for the term also increased in that time. In August 2020, Facebook temporarily suspended the use of Save the Children hashtag. I don't know if you've seen any of that. I have. (sighs) When it was used to promote the Pizzagate conspiracy theory. So Pizzagate hasn't really gone anywhere, except viral on TikTok, and QAnon is spewing out these nonsense breadcrumbs on 8chan these days. Well, 8chan is now 8coon, but whatever. Um, so what does this have to do with K.W. Miller? Man who has elaborate masturbatory fantasies regarding Goku and Vegeta. (laughs) Well, unfortunately for everyone, K.W. Miller, Dragon Ball Z fanfic writer and QAnon conspiracy theory distributor, is running for Congress. Yeah. And he is not alone. Mike Cargyle is a Republican candidate running in California's 35th Congressional District. Cargyle has tweeted and retweeted the QAnon slogan and included in his Twitter profile, as well as hashtag OathKeeper, likely a reference to a far-right armed militia group. Mm. Ron Curtis is a Republican candidate running in Hawaii's 1st Congressional District. He has retweeted the QAnon slogan multiple times and hilariously enough, misspelled the slogan while quote-tweeting a likely fake account of Vincent Fusca, a man many QAnon supporters incorrectly believe is John F. Kennedy Jr. in disguise. What? No, asking why leads to too much. (laughs) Lauren Boebert is a Republican candidate running in Colorado's 3rd Congressional District. She appeared on the online show Steel Truth, hosted by QAnon supporter Ann Vandersteel, during which Vandersteel asked her if she knew about the Q movement. Bobert responded with she was very familiar with it and that she hoped QAnon is real because it only means America is getting stronger and better. She also said that everything she heard about QAnon is only motivating and encouraging and bringing people together stronger. And if this is real, then it can be really great for our country. You you can tell from that response that she doesn't fucking know what QAnon is. And this is just something that like an intern threw together for her to be like, oh, yeah, we want to get them on our side. Mm. Marjorie Taylor Greene is a Republican candidate running in Georgia's 14th congressional district. She has posted the QAnon slogan on Facebook and on Twitter, the latter in response to a tweet defending the legitimacy of Q, where she also wrote, Trust the Plan, another catchphrase QAnon supporters use. She's also appeared in a video where she discussed following QAnon, calling Q a patriot and worth listening to. The list goes on and on, unfortunately. It's, It's easy to get caught up in the ridiculosity of QAnon. Mm-hmm. Even in this very brief exploration, where I discuss the anti-Semitic dog whistles and the violence that erupted due to Pizzagate, it's still easy to laugh off how silly these people are, when these are the same people who accuse Beyonce of being a secret Italian. <laughs> but remember, Q now lives on 8chan, which is the same website that has been linked to multiple instances of white supremacist terrorism, including the 2019 massacre in El Paso. Multiple adherents to the conspiracy theory have been tied to acts of violence, 
including attempted kidnappings and multiple murders. The FBI field office released a memo in May 2019 that describes conspiracy theory-driven domestic extremists as a growing threat, and specifically cited QAnon as part of this potential terrorism threat. And QAnon's influence has only grown. Time Magazine listed Q among the most influential people on the internet in 2018. A 2019 civics poll of registered U.S. voters found that 17% considered QAnon's theory about a conspiracy among deep state elites to be mostly true. (sighs) Even Instagram influences are in on the conspiracy action, pivoting their daily feed of chai lattes and doing yoga in full makeup to uh, far-right propaganda. Kim Cohen, a lifestyle influencer turned conspiracy propagandist, uh, announced in March, With everything going on in the world, I'm ready to share some of the things that I have been following for a really long time that I think are going to be exposed to the masses very soon. Mm. And then posted a series of QAnon-themed posts to her more than 100,000 followers. Since then, she has repeatedly used her platform to advance the notion that the pandemic is a false flag event orchestrated to distract from deep state depravity, to mandate vaccines, and to control all of society. No. 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 Be a lot easier if it was. Yeah. No. And now we have congressional candidates that have advanced to the general election with names that will appear on actual ballots in November that express wide open support or wink wink support to QAnon. Not that we should be surprised. President Trump has tweeted or retweeted QAnon accounts over 160 times. Yeah. Since the start of the pandemic alone, President Trump has shared at least 90 tweets from 49 different QAnon accounts. These QAnon accounts were the ones that spread the entirely unfounded rumor that Martin Gugino, the 75-year-old protester, was violently pushed to the ground by police in Buffalo, New York, resulting in his skull being fractured, was an Antifa activist who faked his injuries. <sighs> While Gugino lay in the hospital with a fucking brain injury, Trump tweeted this. Buffalo protester shoved by police could be an Antifa provocateur. Could be a setup? No. Nah. No, it couldn't be. No, it's fucking not, you syphilis-ridden plague rat. So vote, I guess? That's the end. (laughs) There's no happy ending. There's no funny quip. I guess just fucking vote. Like, Like, it's, it's, you know, who, boy, and again, this is just barely glancing over the surface. But, like, particularly the fact that, I mean, there's been a lot of journalists and a lot of people who've done way deeper dives into QAnon than I. Yeah. But specifically the fact that so many people running for Congress are into QAnon. Or or at least willing to say they are to get a fucking vote. True. True. Which is not better. It's not better. It's not better. No. (sighs) So, I need some self-care. Please. The internet matrix is full of disinformation. Mm. Here are some tips to keep you from falling down these shitty rabbit holes, which are less Alice in Wonderland and more Portageon in the Woods. (laughs) 
don't believe everything you read on the internet.、Mm. If you read something that sounds like it needs sources, look up the sources.、Mm. See if it see if the same information is posted on reputable websites like NPR, Media Matters. Basically, if it's a news source Donald Trump hates, it's probably reputable. <laughs> Stay away from anyone or anything talking about the New World Order or globalists or George Soros. Those are anti-Semitic dog whistles, and anyone who uses them are not to be trusted. What about the banned New World Order? I don't know them. Okay, but anyone who's talking about the New World Order is the pedophile global elite. Blah blah blah. That's all anti-Semitism. Yeah, not a great look. Watch last week's tonight's episode on conspiracy theories.、Mm-hmm. While it focuses more on COVID nineteen than QAnon, it has really great practical tips to keep you from falling for these conspiracy grifts and end up saying deep state with anything resembling seriousness. <laughs> A great episode. I will definitely put that on the website. Yeah, we'll we'll do some links. There was also a ProPublica investigation into PizzaGate, which, like, very long story short,、uh, came a, a lot of it came from content mills in Macedonia. Yes, that was one of the things I found. Yeah, yes. again, very long story. Just listen to the ProPublica thing. I mean, Americans are stupid, and people in Macedonia are like, let's make money. Off of stupid ass stupid Americans. Stupid ass Americans.、Mm. <sighs> well, I guess that's going to be it for us this particular week. If you like what you're hearing,、uh, and boy, howdy, you should. You should <laughs> check us out on thisfnguypod.com or on Twitter at thisfnguypod or on Facebook. 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 Check us out on Facebook at <laughs> this fucking guy,、uh, or donate to our Patreon,、uh, or don't donate don't, to our Patreon. Fine, we're fine. We're, we're not doing a lot on there yet. We'll see once the once the COVID hellscape lifts, if that's、right. you know a viable <laughs> platform. <sighs> anyway, as always, I am Ren Martinez, and I am Ginger Golub. Here's a bonus self care tip. Tacos are a valid self-care plan. Also, don't be this fucking guy. Peace. Peace. This fucking guy.